Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello and welcome to No Confidence. My name is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. It's July 16th, 2016. I hope you've all said a prayer for the victims in uh, Nice, France. And that terror attack, uh, that Islamic terrorist attack with the truck, just uh, terrible news. Now, today's episode of No Confidence is beamed at the uh, fact I just released a new book, a book of citizens' initiatives, No Confidence, Civil Liberties versus Homeland Security. It's a book of proposed statutes. I wrote mostly in 2003 and never bothered to release them. The, uh, the collection of citizens' initiatives stems from having witnessed for many years uh, the fact that the government just doesn't give a damn about the letter of the law. And so all these different, um, these different problems I saw, all these different uh, uh, methods of breaking the law that the government was very keen on, I wrote a law to cure it. When I'd see a problem, I'd write a law that solves the problem. <clears throat> and uh, if somebody's inclined to write more than a hundred different proposed statutes you can bet I saw a lot of problems you don't just rack up a hundred statutes without having witnessed you know probably 300 problems that really need a solution so I wrote a collection of statutes and I uh, put in a bunch of essays about certain aspects of enforcement that are particularly offensive and I don't hold back. There's plenty of attitude in this um, in this publication. If you went to wevgov.com, wevgov.com, to the products page, you'll see uh, no confidence, civil liberties versus homeland security for sale. And there's a review there. Read the review. And you click on that link. It'll take you to thebookpatch.com. And you'll see on that page, it's how to order this particular book. But at the bottom of the page, there's also um, my other publications available at thebookpatch.com. And uh, i got to tell you that that uh, organization, that publisher, is very good at getting the product out. Very quick. Once you order from there, 
It'll be off the printer and in the mail in no time. So uh, you can definitely count on them. There at thebookpatch.com on the bottom of the page, you'll also see Hybridson versus U.S., which is an 18-page letter on top of all of the documents in Hybridson versus U.S. It's two volumes, total of over 300 pages, and uh, it shows how the lead plaintiff, Mr. Hybridson, uh, published the case so that when <clears throat> when the IRS makes a demand of him, if he is so inclined, he can uh, order a copy of his case in two volumes from thebookpatch.com instead of standing at a copier or going to uh, Kinko's or Office Max with a, a thumb drive and asking them to print off a copy and um, putting all the staples and the bulldog clips in the right places and sticking it in, in an envelope he can simply order a copy of his case volumes one and two it's got an ISBN number on it and everything and send that to the recipient of his choosing now um, we the people are the solution uh, if you want to approach your legislature in your state, uh, you know you're waiting in line with everybody else that's got a grievance of some sort. And there's another avenue to uh, remedy, and that would be to launch a drive to get your own initiative on the ballot. If you went to ballot.org, ballot.org. There's a description of the initiative process on a state-by-state -state basis. It's been a while since I really uh, poured through the uh, particulars on that site, but I would start there with uh, what would I have to do to get an initiative on the ballot. <clears throat> if, you're choose, if, you cho if you choose a cause that others are waging in another state, Make sure you team up with them about what they're doing to, uh, to get their website going, to raise funds, what kind of bank account they set up, uh, what kind of attorney they use, and you might think of getting your own initiative on the ballot. Now, the first initiative in this book is an initiative that seeks to make it easier to get an initiative on the ballot. First things first. Let's simplify the process. Uh, I thought that was very important because it can be a daunting task. All the hoops they make you jump through, uh, it's not easy to get an initiative on the ballot. I thought it would be great if we simplified that. And again, most of this book is written in 2003. And uh, only recently, in the past three months maybe, have I added over a dozen proposed constitutional amendments because of all this talk of a constitutional convention and maybe uh, a dozen or more um, additional proposed statutes. So uh, I picked this up and I thought, you know, I'd like to get this out. And then I started thinking about all the things I hear on the news. I listen to news all day, every day, working here at home. And I thought, you know, 
Let's make a law that keeps the ladies from having to wonder when they use a public restroom whether or not an adult male pervert is going to stroll in to use the restroom simply because they think they're a woman. And since that push, there's been a bunch of nasty dudes busted for filming women in the restroom. Yes, in America. It's a disgrace. So I wrote a law that puts a halt to that. It's a, a public health issue. They're mentally disturbed. And so you can't make an employer bear the burden of accommodating somebody that the state should take care of. It's a mental health issue. Now the first 25 statutes in here <clears throat> are called the Motorist, uh, the, uh, Motorist Friendly Act. And what it does is it, it uses the Washington State Motor Vehicle Code as a template. Everything's written in relation to the Washington State Motor Vehicle Code but that's uniform pretty much throughout the 50 states so it can be adapted to another state's motor vehicle code and what it seeks to do is to take the indigent out of the non-moving violations and give them their own re uh, regimen for enforcement the hoops to jump through aren't as costly if someone is driving a car without insurance because they can't afford insurance the government has no business issuing a citation for being poor. And if you can't pay the citation, they suspend your license because you drove while poor. And so you're denied a state-granted privilege, according to them, a state-granted privilege because you were poor. Uh, if anybody's read much case law, you might have bumped into a, uh, a string of cases about poll tax when the government would charge a fee to cast a vote. And they said you can't discriminate against the poor like that. Everybody has a right to vote. <clears throat> so uh, the Motorist Friendly Act is to take all of the burden off the shoulders of the poor the way it typically stacks up once the government takes exception to you trying to drive your automobile uh, while poor. Uh, then we get into uh, various statutes. Let's see. Uh, seat belts. Voluntary. Uh, let's see. Rescheduling of hearings. Failure to appear. Motor vehicles. Unless an individual is under driver's license suspension or privilege revocation and notifies the court of extenuating circumstances, such individual's failure to appear in response to any civil notice of infraction shall result only in the, in the entry of a judgment against such person in that amount authorized under court rule for the offense alleged or that amount on the notice of infraction, whichever is less. The provisions of this section shall not apply to controversies arising under or governed by certain provisions of the uh, Revised Code of Washington. What that says is they can't issue a warrant for failure to appear. They can only issue a judgment saying, well, you owe this money. Let's see. 
mobile telephones and other devices while operating a motor vehicle, obstruction of vehicular travel prohibited, highway tolls prohibited. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm just scrolling through the book. I'm up to page 55 now. Uh, social security numbers, computerized identification, use prohibited. Uh, vehicle trip permits, monthly limit. So a lot of this obviously is geared toward uh, quote-unquote motor vehicles. Uh, compelled association and contract, prohibition. This is one that says um, they can't require you to contract with any private person to get the privilege. Of course, that means insurance company. I have the right against forced association. You can't force me to waive that right just to get a state granted privilege. The privileges are for everybody. Rules of construction. How I am allowed to interpret the law and they can't contradict me if I've made a good faith effort. There's another provision in here that might be the most important one in the whole thing. Jury nullification. An instruction that the judge has to give to every jury in every criminal case. If you would not like the law enforced this way against your family or yourself, you are duty bound to acquit. Hear ye, hear ye. Surveillance of wireless communication, monitoring or interception of signal prohibitions. You cannot intercept uh, wireless transmission, so forth. Uh, in here somewhere is the, uh, the use of facial recognition software, prohibited. If they want to analyze your facial features, your body language, uh, your skeletal measurements, uh, it's prohibited. That means they can only use it at the airport. Why? That's federal jurisdiction. Okay, I'm scrolling. Detention, arrest, and probable cause. Let's look at this one. I'm looking at provision number 152. Absent clear and probable cause to believe that a violation of the law has occurred or will occur, which authorize the detention of any individual, no enforcement personnel of any governmental unit shall seek to unduly detain or impede the movement, speech, or activity of any individual. Any violation of this section shall constitute the imposition of excessive pains and penalties and an act of official misconduct as defined by 9A.80.010. That's official misconduct. That's a gross misdemeanor. Maximum year in jail and $5,000 fine. And probably enough to get a public servant file, uh, fired. Police dogs. How you can and cannot use them. Uh, pepper spray. How you can and cannot use it. Animal control. Limitations and penalties. Warrant for arrest. Dis disclosure upon confinement remedy. This one requires that they better have that arrest warrant in their hand when they put you in the jail cell. You're entitled to that warrant. 
and I'm still not up to the recent ones. Uh, the recent ones don't begin until uh, number 200 and thereafter. Number 160, breathalyzer tests. If they don't do it within the first four hours, um, the evidence is evaporated. You have a right to counsel. And so, uh, case dismissed. Defective complaint. Summary dismissal. They have to dismiss. They can't accept a motion from the prosecutor to amend the complaint. If it's defective, you have no jurisdiction to hear a motion to amend. <clears throat> Cannabis possession. Uh, that's moot now because Washington has legalized recreational marijuana. Hear ye, hear ye. It's the smell of liberty. Uh, for years and years, having grown up here in Washington and lived for many years, uh, all the hassle of pot smokers by the police and all the, uh, all the sneaky behavior to hide from the police, to keep from being busted, and now uh, you walk down the street and you'll smell marijuana. So a whole, uh, a whole slew of really ridiculous laws have been laid to rest through the legalization. Let's see here. Indigence, bail schedule. How they have to impose bail on the indigent. <clears throat> False arrest, damages. 169, judges, attorneys, free association, limitations, implied consent. This implied consent comment here. Well, you got a driver's license, and so implied consent. You've agreed to give your blood at a traffic stop. You've agreed that you get your license suspended if you don't take roadside sobriety tests. Well, I took that idea of implied consent, and I've applied it here, where uh, if you accept a license to practice law, you have waived rights to challenge this statute. And this statute judges, attorneys, free association, limitations. It prohibits. Uh, I saw one day in a courthouse parking lot, sitting on the same trunk lid of the same car, in the shade, on a sunny day, enjoying a smoke together, the public defender, the prosecutor, and the judge. And that rubbed me raw. <clears throat> so I wrote this statute that says, no attorney shall associate with any judge or prosecutor unless they have on file in that courthouse a waiver of rights to practice in that courthouse. And if they violate this, I think I made it, what, a Class C felony? So, yeah, you can have a smoke together. You can't practice in that courthouse. The Any attorney, whether they're a prosecutor or otherwise, you can't practice in a courthouse where a judge is presiding that you have a an association with, a, uh, a friendly relationship with. You cannot go near that judge if you practice in that judge's courthouse. Period. I like that one a lot. 
Uh, when I saw that gathering on that trunk lid that day, uh, man, that it rubbed me the wrong way. And uh, I wrote the, that provision immediately. Random identity checks. Prohibition. You can't just drive by my car and phone in my driver's license unless you got probable cause. Drug testing of controlled uh, for controlled substances for public servants. Every public servant has to undergo drug testing in intervals uh, short enough so that they can't just uh, wait and say, "Well, I'm not going to be drug tested for another month, so I can do." Uh, drugs. It's like every week, I think. Let's see. Copyright limitations. Municipalities, they copyright their website. They don't have any authority that the states don't give them. And the states don't write laws that says the municipality is allowed to copyright their website. That's the acquisition of property. They can only acquire property in modes authorized by the state legislature. So no, I'm going to copy and paste off your website till the cows come home. You don't have the right to copyright what you put on the web. Let's see here. 178 tort claims. Immunity waived. Excessive bail. Bondable offenses. Medical records, privacy, phone solicitations, restrictions. And I'm skipping plenty of uh, provisions here. I'm not stopping at every one. 186, parking, public easements, municipalities. Did you know that the road is not owned by the city? The property owner of the property beside the road owns all the property out to the middle of the road and they have volunteered that it shall be dedicated to a public easement where is the municipality's authority to charge money under the contract with that landowner I'll let you use it as a public easement. Oh, we're going to use it to make money, too. Well, that wasn't in the agreement. A public easement does not make it land to which the municipality has a property right. And without a property right, they sure as hell can't, author, uh, they can't rent it to you. And so parking has always been illegal. It's an intentional oversight of... Uh, of what their true authority is. <coughs> and they saw an opportunity to make money and they did it. So this uh, proposed statute says no more parking fees. Number 187, standing in court. You shall not be compelled to stand in court. Uh, if they carry in a Bible, when the judge comes in, all rise, uh, feel free to stand. But I've never seen a law that requires you to stand when you come into court. But I've heard horror stories of people that got arrested for not standing when the judge came into court. 
Uh, up yours, Your Honor. Court rules, force of law. Let's see. Then we then we get to uh, a 189 is the last one before we get to the IRS versus the tax code. I've got a, a provision here that defines cost to include the value of labor. <laughs> Oh, you can still tax incomes. We're not trying to limit the state's authority to tax. But we're going to define what income is. Income is profit, and the compensation for services actually performed is cost. And so it's never profit. You can't tax my paycheck anymore. I love that provision. And in here, uh, you have uh, an expose of a couple of my tax arguments to justify the statutes that you'll find here. Now, um, then it comes to banks. You aren't allowed to lend your credit. You can only lend cash on hand if you want a charter to uh, operate in this state. Public employment, benefits, availability, uh, highway construction, speeding, penalty, um, I think road work should be accomplished whenever possible on graveyard shift and I've built in a pay raise for them. Let's see. Law enforcement. Incentives prohibited. No bonus, award, incentive, or other special benefit shall be considered, contrived, proposed, offered, transferred, paid, or extended to any public servant for acts or conduct in the performance of official duties regarding traffic offenses. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> State income tax, liability, how calculated? You cannot rely on the IRS to figure my state income taxes. You have to do the work yourself, state public servant. And 199 is the one that excludes uh, um, compensation for services from, the, from inclusion in gross income on a state level. Let's see. Tobacco products restrictions. Then I get into uh, proposed legislation. There was a uh, former four-term Speaker of the House of Representatives of Texas, William Clayton, who turned lobbyist. And in 2001, a group had hired him as a lobbyist. Uh, it was the Dinner Party Gifting Club, a bunch of great women in Texas. And uh, they needed legislation he could submit to the legislature on their behalf. I wrote that legislation, and it was submitted to the legislature of Texas by former four-term Speaker of the House of Texas, William Clayton. And at the lunch that we all had at Jimmy Dean's Ranch, a great big banquet hall uh, in downtown uh, Dallas, I think it was, 750 women uh, that I was speaking to that day as the key speaker. Uh, William Clayton says, I must say he's certainly impressed me with his research. And that was about the uh, legal opinion I wrote about how gifting clubs are actually legal under existing law but that it needs clarification. <clears throat> and I did a 
I wrote a professional opinion letter for each of 33 states where gifting clubs were prosecuted as pyramid schemes and I have the only victory in the United States for gifting clubs that was out of Klamath, Cir Klamath County Circuit Court in Oregon 2001 uh, September 1st case dismissed that was a case uh, against the State Attorney General of Oregon who filed a counterclaim and uh, wanted $25,000 from each of those individuals and I won. <clears throat> now, I'm still scrolling, page 120 of 181. Boy, I got a lot to say to this one. Let's see, that was all about um, gold and silver. Municipalities have to deal in gold and silver. Just like the Constitution says, it's not my fault. And I'm going to scroll to the newer stuff here. Page 134, The Lies They Told Me. Page 135, Jury Nullification. Uh, issued, or, uh, proposed Statute Number 205 <clears throat> is the one about jury nullification. It's a jury instruction the judge has to give in any criminal case by state law. And it, it pulls the corruption right out of the court uh, the way they use it in so many uh, instances. Number 206, communication with a child, lewd conduct, parents' rights. And this is a proposed statute that regulates rap like pornography is re uh, regulated. The scum of the earth have no business communicating to any child. That's the parent's right to determine who will come into communication with their children. The next one, page 141, sex education. I just heard it announced that uh, starting this fall, second graders in California will be instructed as to uh, family structure. So-and-so has two fathers. So-and-so has two mothers. Second graders. To me, that's a whole lot of public servants that for way too many hours of every day, they've got their mind on my child's private parts. And it's disgusting. And I put an end to it with this proposed statute. If you didn't get behind any other statute that I have in this, this is a great cause. There's a proposed statute and there's a constitutional amendment prohibiting sex education for kids under 12. It's the duty of the parents. There's no reason teachers should be in charge of this. The only reason ever was that the parents might be embarrassed. Well, now it's the parents' job. Because if a teacher mentions sex or romance to a child under 12, they go to jail. Mandatory. Right to privacy, public accommodations, restrooms. Meaning... If you're confused about your gender, um, it doesn't give you the right to enter the facilities dedicated to the opposite gender, 
regardless of what's wrong with your head. Transgender participation in public school sports prohibited. You got a boy in Alaska that's allowed to participate, that was allowed to participate in the girls track and field championships. And because of that, a girl that was expected to take first took second. And so naturally, it reduces her uh, ultimate chances when she seeks a scholarship. Squat toilets prohibited. A squat toilet is a hole in the floor with a flushing mechanism instead of a sit-down toilet. And this provision makes it illegal to import, export, install, manufacture, or otherwise use uh, propose use of a squat toilet in your state. Driverless automobiles. You heard the other day, uh, Google, uh, let me see, a, tes a Tesla automobile uh, failed to recognize as distinguished from a bright sky the side of a semi-truck that was making a left-hand turn and there was a crash because the car didn't recognize that the truck was not the sky and it killed the driver. Uh, I don't want to drive on the highway where motorless vehicles are. You know how easy it would be for the people that get reports from those vehicles to just short-circuit it intentionally to make that car go off the cliff? Why would they do that? Well, the driver, as it turns out, was a tax protester. And so the government can just get rid of them. That when they're driving up a, a road that has a big cliff on one side or a lot of truck traffic, just turn off the automation so there's a crash. And the government can just walk away. <laughs> Section 211. License plate recognition cameras and software. Radio signal identification. You can use radio identification of an automobile for the purposes of high occupancy vehicle lanes or the um, toll bridges, toll roads, if you want. But you can't make me uh, carry on my automobile a radio frequency identification uh, signal emitter. And you can't use license plate recognition cameras that they're using beside a lot of highways now, where it scans every license plate that passes. Because where this leads is uh, in the mail, you'll get a ticket. Just like red light camera enforcement. You'll get a ticket that says the speed limit on that road was 45 miles an hour between milepost. 145 and 148, you covered the distance in three minutes. That means you were going 60 miles an hour. Here's your ticket for 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. So it's all designed to let public servants off of the hook of having to do hard work. Where all they have to do is operate a keyboard. It's like a drone operator to uh, fly an unmanned um, plane to a location and take somebody out with a missile or machine guns. They just have to sit back on their fat servant ass and drill you into the ground. So I put a stop to that. 
cell phone data, numbers, signals, warrant required. Unless you got a warrant, you can't track somebody's cell phone. I think that's a great idea. Let's see. Remote control pilot list flying devices. Prohibition. If you don't like the idea of drones operated by the average Joe Lunchbucket, whether they register them with the Fed or not, uh, I don't want a uh, drone flying over my property. And so here's, here's one that makes it a Class C felony to launch or land a pilotless flying device in the state. Constitutional amendments. Sovereignty of currency. Federal Reserve Act repealed. <laughs> That's a beauty. Right to bear arms. They obviously don't get it. And so here's a clarification of the right to bear arms that's uh, three or four paragraphs long. Leaves no doubt as to what our rights are under the Second Amendment by fortifying it with clarification. The next one, citizen's arrest of a felon is a fundamental right. Random traffic enforcement stops. Prohibition. Hey, we're pulling everybody over on the freeway. Everybody drive up this on-ramp or this off-ramp and at the top give your ID to the officers. It's a public safety check. We're looking for DUI. Well, you stopped me without probable cause. What were you thinking? You can't stop me unless there's a likelihood or probable cause that a crime is being committed, a law is being broken, and you pulled me over for no reason. And here is a constitutional amendment that makes it illegal to pull somebody over without probable cause for a violation of the laws. Marijuana use, motor vehicles, public highways. This one should be written by uh, doctors, physicians, and marijuana experts. There's plenty of them around. Uh, in this, I didn't even write a provision, but we need one badly because uh, to enforce marijuana as if it was alcohol is ridiculous. Our public servants don't get it. And they're treating everybody that smokes pot under the same laws that prohibit use of a motor vehicle by alcohol users. Foreign flags, prohibition. <clears throat> Here's an exception to free speech, you bet. All these uh, leftist protesters at the uh, anti-Trump get-togethers wherever Trump is speaking they're flying Mexican flags well not anymore <laughs> prohibited no foreign flags in America you like America or you leave border security partition yeah that's about the wall socialism Marxism progressivism abolition a constitutional amendment that abolishes the notion of socialism, Marxism, or progressivism. Because we've seen where it leads. Uh, you got little girls and boys being taught that humping is dancing. Why? Because the left has its way. Well, left means pervert. Here's a good one. Commerce Clause. And I'm on page 154. First, uh, let me sh read to you from... Uh, Gibbons versus Ogden, 1824. Just one sentence. 
the completely internal commerce of a state then may be considered as reserved for the state itself. Well, that's been trampled on. We got the federal government prosecuting methamphetamine manufacture that takes place totally within a state. You have the federal government dictating how the sale of a firearm shall take place inside of a state. So here's the Commerce Clause proposed amendment. Congress may not legislate in regards to the retail or wholesale uh, sale or purchase of any good, commodity, or other item including firearms, ammunition, and related accessories sold into the hands and ownership of any person who resides in the freely associated compact state in which the sale or purchase occurs. Congress may not legislate in regards to the manufacture or sale of any pro uh, prohibited substance, article, or other item when such manufacture or sale transpires or occurs within the boundaries of one of the 50 freely associated compact states. All right. Now, uh, the next one, constitutional amendment providing for the definition of cost, meaning federal constitutional amendment. The fair market value of personal services actually performed by a self-employed individual or by an employee shall, for the purposes of income taxation, be deemed equal to a cost to the individual who performed the services and shall never be deemed to constitute profit or gross income by any municipal or state government or by the government of the United States. <laughs> Internet access, maintenance, taxation, regulation. By the book, read it. Federal ownership of lands, limitations. This one uh, requires that uh, the federal government shall never own any more than 10% of the land in any particular state and it should be land designated by the state legislature. So the federal government can't just say, oh, we're going to take all this as a national monument <clears throat> and lock up hundreds of thousands of acres in one fell swoop of one executive order. Right to travel, federal constitutional amendment standing armies. This one limits the number of public servants, federal public servants allowed in any state who carry firearms. The next one, I'm on page 156, Islam is a seditious political and military doctrine with a religious aspect to it but primarily it is a military doctrine of sedition in conflict with our Constitution and so it is hereby banned and I wrote a ban on Islam that goes on for several paragraphs it fills up a page and a half treason a constitutional amendment that declares Barack Obama guilty of treason for having let in all of those uh, undocumented refugees from the Middle East when he knows them to be an enemy of America. A no-fly list, constitutional amendment against it. 
childhood. A constitutional amendment, not a state um, proposed statute. Unless received from his or her own parents or other legal guardians, instruction regarding the psychology, biological, and behavioral, de- behavioral details of human sexual conduct, gender identity, or procreation to or for a child under the age of 13 years is prohibited. No child in a public school beyond the age of 13 shall be instructed in any details of homosexuality, gender identity, or lifestyle choices or conduct other than those related to heterosexual relations and normal procreation through natural means. No public school shall include in any such curriculum exposure to adult art, art, photography, or video footage depicting or featuring sexual conduct of any sort. Any act prohibited hereby shall be punishable by a term of imprisonment not less than one year and not more than three years. Can I get an amen? Mental health, gender confusion, a constitutional amendment governing how it shall be treated. Uh, Voting, photo ID required, paper ballot. No more electronic voting machines. And everybody shall produce identification to vote. Uh, God only knows how many votes the Democrats have gotten that they other would n- otherwise would not have gotten through those means. Vehicular travel. Illegal aliens barred. If you're not in the United States legally, you can't have the privilege of operating a motor vehicle. Period. Deprivation of rights, punitive damages. If you violate somebody's rights as a public servant, you're subject to punitive damages in every state. <clears throat> right on. And I'm scrolling. You're getting a good, uh, really, this is a, a much needed uh, expose, a very good look at the breadth of uh, the problems I sought to solve with proposed um, statutes and constitutional amendments. Page 169 of 181, page 170, what about the good officer? Not every officer is bad, not every public servant's bad, however, uh, you have to start ratting out your co-workers or you're just as bad as they are. How are you not a co-conspirator when you do nothing to report the crimes of your uh, co-workers? I got no problem lumping them all in together as an act of self-defense. To the legislature, you have to rein in these people. Most favored nation trade status? Well, I've given every other country a million reasons why they shouldn't take it from our federal government. When our federal government goes, oh, we're a nation of laws and uh, we we hear of human rights abuses in your country, hey, screw you. And then we have the conclusion of the book of proposed legislation, page 181 of 181, the end. Then there's the bonus. A composition I put together that's about probably six pages. on how a business, a wedding photographer, uh, 
bakery, a church, might structure their business so as to avoid uh, queer lawsuits. Hey, you're discriminating against me because uh, I want a same-sex marriage. Well, we don't have a product for you. Our products are copyrighted, and we only sell copyrighted products because we're part of a franchise. All we sell are these by agreement with the copyright holder that we won't sell anything else. And so by contract, we're obliged to only sell this product line. And this product line has brides and grooms all over it. It has the words man and woman all over it. Uh, church. Yeah, we rent this room for heterosexual weddings. You're not renting the room. You're renting the presentation. And the presentation has, and it, by agreement, you agree to leave them up on the wall or on the podium, wherever you find them, or you can't rent the room. And the whole presentation is copyrighted, and it's a tribute to um, traditional marriage. Or another one, uh, gosh, you know this whole uh, uh, gay marriage thing is so brand new, we haven't quite caught up to it yet. Why don't you try back in a couple of years, we might have a product for you. So there's a bunch of ideas on how you might go about using your right to contract to limit the availability of products uh, that might be sought by people you really don't want to associate with. So all that in one place. And I'm happy to provide that. No confidence. Civil Liberties versus Homeland Security. Uh, it's just packed. It is literally packed with ideas. Now I've made a recording of this uh, show and I'm going to post it on the archive here at 59615. Uh, none of this is legal advice. My name is David Merlin. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did have sexual relations with a horse. I say good show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.